Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Kicking Off with Caitlin. This is your host, Caitlin McCarthy. As always, just want to thank everyone for listening to my last episode. I hope you enjoyed it. This week, on this episode, I'll be talking about the recap of week two and some of my thoughts and predictions for week three. So week two was definitely a rough week in the NFL. So many injuries. The list just kept going on and on, and it's really heartbreaking to see so many players get injured. For the San Francisco 49ers, so many key players went down. Nick Bosa, he was carted off the field early in the first quarter. He was out for the rest of the game. Later this week, they said he has a torn ACL, and he's out for the rest of the season, along with defensive end Salem Thomas, also torn ACL, also out for the rest of the season. Jimmy Garoppolo, high ankle sprain. They thought it was serious, but it's not as serious as I thought they would be. He'll be back in a few weeks. Raheem Moser, the running back of the San Francisco 49ers, has an MCL sprain, and he'll be out for a few weeks. So at least we have Jimmy Garoppolo and Raheem Moser coming back sometime this season, but definitely not things we want to see in the second week of football. But that's not all. We had Drew Locke on the Broncos. He was injured on a sack strip in the first quarter. His shoulder's injured. He'll be out two to six weeks, depending on how his recovery goes. So the Broncos signed Blake Bortles this week. He was a prospect last year to fill in, and he'll be rec- he will be replacing Locke while he recovers. Then we have Te- Tevin Coleman to miss a couple weeks with a knee sprain. Giants fans, Saquon Barkley out for the year ACL. Very disappointing to see. Giants signed Devontae Freeman. He was a free agent that played for Atlanta. I think the Giants could work well with him. Daniel Jones also turned over the ball twice in the first. He could not hold on to the ball. The Giants should have won that game. Very sloppy game. I just feel like the last few plays at the end of the fourth, they didn't use the right plays. I just felt like they were being sloppy. They weren't being effective. So it was definitely disappointing to see the Giants lost that game in a game they definitely should have won. Also in that game, Bears running back David Montgomery, he left with a leg injury. Another running back, Christian McCafferty, probably the best running back in football right now. He's out at least three games with an ankle injury. So we have so many key players out and it's really disappointing to see all of this. Uh, so one game that stood out to me last week was the Cowboys-Falcons game. Cowboys had three fumbles in the first quarter, so sloppy, but somehow came back to win 40-39 over the Falcons. Prescott threw for 450 yards, three rushing touchdowns, and a passing touchdown as win. Dallas trailed 29-10 at halftime. The Falcons led 39-24 after the Falcons kicker Young Hoku's fourth field goal of the day with eight minutes left in the game. I don't know how the Falcons blew this. I really don't. Prescott led his offense down the field for a touchdown and a successful two-point conversion. The next possession, Prescott ran in for a touchdown after a successful onside kick. And any football fan knows how difficult it is to get an onside kick, especially there's no running start. So... After the onside kick, the Cowboys kicker completed a 46-yard field goal as time expired. That was a very exciting game to watch. And the Falcons need to get it together. That was a game they, I can't believe they blew that lead. 
Uh, overall, for my prediction for week two, I went 11-5 and five for the week. I'm surprised how well the Raiders played on Monday night against the Saints in their season opener in the new stadium. I definitely did not see the Raiders winning. Darren Waller had a great game. One touchdown, 105 yards, and the Raiders are 2-0 and start the season. And they play Cam Newton this week and the Pats, and I'm kind of very excited to see this matchup. I'm also... One of my other predictions, I was also very close on my Giants predictions. I predicted the Bears to win 17-14 and the Bears won 17-13. I was just one point off from my prediction. So moving on to week three. Uh, tonight, Thursday night football, battle in Florida. We got the Miami Dolphins and the Jacksonville Jaguars. I'm picking the Jaguars. I think the Jags running back, James Robinson, will run all over the Dolphins defense and have two rushing touchdowns tonight. Jags win 27-7. Sunday, we have the Bears-Falcons. Like I said earlier, the Falcons blew up a big lead last week. Bears won against the Giants. Falcons need this win, but I don't think they're going to get it. I think Calvin Ridley will have a good game for the Falcons, and he'll have two touchdowns in the loss, but Bears are going to win 25-14. Then we have the Los Angeles Rams and the Buffalo Bills. Bills are 2-0. They're on a roll, and I think they will continue their win streak over the Rams. Josh Allen will throw for 240 yards and a touchdown and a rushing touchdown to win 34-28. Stephon Diggs have another big game. Last week, he had eight receptions, 153 yards, and one touchdown. For this game, I think Diggs will have 95 yards and a touchdown. When the Bills signed... Stephon Diggs, he has been such a great addition for the Bills, and I think he's working really well with Josh Allen and the rest of the offense. Next game, we have the Washington football team and the Cleveland Browns. I think the Washington defense is going to be dominant in this matchup. Rookie Chase Young will have two sacks on Baker Mayfield, one being a strip sack. The Browns offense will struggle greatly, not able to make it in the end zone this game. Browns' only points will come from their kicker. Washington wins 15-6. Then we have the Tennessee Titans against the Minnesota Vikings. Kirk Cousins is struggling greatly in Minnesota. Last week, he did very poorly. He was 11 of 26, 113 yards, and three interceptions. If you throw three interceptions in the game, there's no way you're going to win it. He was just really careless with the ball and... They could not get it together last week. The week before, they had a multiple score lead against the Packers, but they blew it. The Vikings need this win. Cousins needs to perform better. The Titans are 2-0, and they're on fire. They picked up right where they left off last postseason, and I don't think the Vikings are going to get their first one of the season, and there definitely be a lot of questions for Cousins and his future in Minnesota because they'll be 0-3. But Titans are going to win 30-13. Next, we have the Las Vegas Raiders and the New England Patriots. Raiders are on a roll this season starting 2-0. Definitely didn't expect it. Cam Newton, he played a good game last week. I'll give him that in his, lo- in his loss against the Seahawks. He did play a good game, even though it resulted in a loss. He was one yard away from scoring that game-winning touchdown. He was so close, but yet so far... He had almost 400 yards. He had a touchdown and an interception on Sunday night. 
Looking forward to this matchup. I think the Pats will come out on top, and Newton will have another good game. 327 yards, two touchdowns for Newton in this win, 23-17 over the Las Vegas Raiders. Then we have the 49ers and the Giants. Both teams, rough week last week. So many injuries, like I mentioned before. Although the 49ers have so many players out for this game or possibly the whole season, I still think they're going to win over the Giants. Giants will fall 0-3. Sorry, Giants fans. The Giants need to make quick adjustments if they want any shot the postseason. The division title is not far for them. The NFC East is definitely the weakest division in this league, and it's been for many years. So they do have a shot. They just need to make adjustments on offensive line. Uh, Daniel Jones needs to be more accurate. They need to find their running game. So there definitely is some light for the Giants. Then we have the Cincinnati Bengals and the Philadelphia Eagles. Both teams 0-2, both teams desperately needing a win. I think Joe Burrow will get his first win of the season and for his NFL career. And is Carson Wentz in trouble in Philly? Let's not forget they did draft quarterback Jordan Love this past draft. And if Wentz doesn't start to get wins in Philly, are we going to have a midseason switch? Let's see. But I do think the Bengals are going to win 23-13. to Next, we have the Houston Texans against the Pittsburgh Steelers. Texans 0-2, Steelers 2-0. The Texans have had a few tough matchups to start the season. They faced Super Bowl MVP Patrick Mahomes in Week 1, and last week they faced league MVP Lamar Jackson the Ravens Week 2. And now they have to face the Steelers that are off to a great start. I think the Steelers' defense is going to be too dominant right now, and I think the Texans will struggle against the defense, and the Texans will not able to to produce on offense. I predict Steelers safety Minka Fitzpatrick to intercept Deshaun Watson this week, and the Steelers will win 34-20 and they'll move to 3-0 on the season. It's going to be a close race for the AFC North, I think, this year. The Steelers are looking really good. Then we have the Jets and the Colts. Jets lost to the 49ers last week. I don't know how. The whole 49ers team was injured, they still blew out the Jets 31-13. The Jets' defense awful. The coaching staff is awful. The Jets, they're just awful altogether. How are you going to give up a third and 31 play on a sweep to the right side and turn it into a first down? And more. He, the 49ers turned that play into 55 yards and a first down. How do you give that up? Definitely the Jets need some work. Clearly, Philip Rivers performed well last week against the Vikings. He got his first win on his new team. I see the Colts defeating the Jets. Rivers getting another win in Indianapolis, 33-9 Colts. Then we have the Carolina Panthers and the Los Angeles Chargers. Rookie Justin Herbert had his first NFL start due to injured Tyrod Taylor's chest injury. Reports have said that doctors accidentally punctured Taylor's lung before last week's game. The doctor was trying to administer a pain-killing injection for his cracked ribs, and now he's out indefinitely. So rookie Herbert will take his spot. I think if Herbert continues to play well, meanwhile he almost beat the Super Bowl-winning team last year, I think he'll take the starting position for the rest of the season. So 
Herbert will get his first win against Carolina this week. 2017 Chargers. Then we have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the Denver Broncos. Tom Brady, he won his first game as a Buccaneer last week. Drew Locke is out for most of the weeks with a shoulder injury that could have to have him out possibly up to six weeks. Like I said earlier, Broncos signed Blake Bortles. He'll be the starter while Locke is out. I predict the Bucks to blow out the Broncos and win 34-6. Tom Brady gets another win in Tampa. We have the Lions and Cardinals. DeAndre Hopkins was the best thing the Cardinals have done in a while. He has averaged 10 yards per catch in his first two games. He has 219 yards on the season. I predict him to catch another 100 yards against the Lions and have another touchdown. He fits so well with the Cardinals offense. And I think the Cardinals are going to move 3-0 in the season, being the Lions 33-13. Dallas Cowboys, Seattle Seahawks. Dak Prescott put up outstanding numbers last week in his comeback win over the Falcons. The Seahawks were phenomenal against the Pats. I think this is going to be a very high-scoring game. It's going to be a battle of the offenses. DK Metcalf. The Seahawks wide receiver will be the leading receiver for the game. He'll have 93 yards and a touchdown. Quarterback Russell Wilson is favorite for MVP right now, even though it's still early. But I think he will continue to succeed, especially in this game, and still be the favorite for MVP moving on. He will have two passing touchdowns and a rushing touchdown in his win over the Cowboys 28-20. to Next, we have the Green Bay Packers and the New Orleans Saints. Two veteran quarterbacks, great matchup. Really looking forward to this one. I think both Drew Brees and Aaron Rodgers will have over 300 passing yards easily and each have a pair of touchdowns. With Michael Thomas out for a while, I predict Traquan Smith to step up for this game. He will have six receptions for 80 yards and a touchdown. This will be his first touchdown of the year. I also think Alvin Kamara will have a good game, running it in the end zone twice. I predict Breeze to take over the win over Rodgers, 34-30. On Monday Night Football, we have the Kansas City Chiefs versus the Baltimore Ravens. Huge Monday night game. The future of the NFL right here. Super Bowl MVP versus league MVP. The last two seasons, the Chiefs and Ravens, faced each other the Chiefs took both wins but this year I'm picking the Ravens to win and I'm not being biased the Ravens have lost the Chiefs the past two seasons like I mentioned and Lamar Jackson is not going to go 0-3 versus Mahomes it's just not happening the key for the Ravens to win is running the ball the Chiefs running defense is their weak point and I think if the Ravens get their running game started early and they don't trail behind the Chiefs they will come up on top also The last time these two teams met, the Ravens tried to be fancy. We're not going for pointless two-point conversions. That was so stupid. I never understood why they were doing that. And clearly it didn't do anything for us since we got blown out last week, week three. But anyways, I think it'll be a close game. Ravens are going to win 30-28, and Lamar Jackson will have a rushing touchdown and two passing touchdowns. And that's all I have for this week for episode six of Kicking Off with Caitlin. Thank you for listening. If you have any feedback, comments, let me know. I want to make this better and more enjoyable for you guys. So thank you and see you next week.